according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers, soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the gospel of the Lord. Be seated. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. Grace, peace, and love from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. My brothers and sisters, this is the gospel of salvation. This is the gospel of promise. This is the gospel of hope. This is a gospel to be celebrated. This is the good news the real good news of Jesus Christ. This is the promise of life after this life. This is grace. And yes, we may all have to carry a cross, and maybe by life's cruel terms, we may also die suffering our own cross. But do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. For this day, today, when you pass through this life, Jesus says, you will be with me in paradise. <coughs> you will not be with Jesus in some tomb or in a columbarium. You will not be with Jesus at some burial at sea. You will not be with Jesus in a grave. No, my brothers and sisters, no, God's children, no, people of God, you will be with Jesus in paradise, not in some hole in the ground you will be in paradise. And Jesus makes this promise. The Son of God makes this promise. And God does not lie. God has never lied. God makes promises and keeps them. He asks us to keep our side, and when we don't, what does God do when we don't keep our promises? He sends his Son to die for us. He sends his Son, who suffers a death of such humiliation, and that death, is the promise of God in flesh and blood. That is the ultimate promise. 
And to prove it from the cross this day, Jesus says, the King of Kings says, our Savior says, and all the power on heaven and earth gives him the authority to say, this day you will be with me in paradise. If you heard me read this gospel today, if you heard the promises of Christ and will walk out of this church with doubt in your hearts, I would have to ask you, why? Why do you not believe? Is it me? Is it the church? Is it society? Why are you turning away from the beautiful message of Jesus Christ? I know I want to shout it out. This day you'll be with me in paradise. But we are in a rut in society. It's not cool to believe in Jesus and God. How can you believe this? It's a fairy tale. I thought you were an educated person. I know. I have friends, very educated friends, and they will tell you that they are spiritual but not religious. What does that mean? I ask, well, well, they say, I don't believe in God or Jesus. I believe in the beauty of a flower. Well, that works until it doesn't. My answer to them, can't you be spiritual and religious? Can't you believe in the beauty of a flower that was created by God, a God who promises? No. Sorry, they say. I don't believe in God or Jesus or the Bible. When we die, that's it. And my response to them is, well, that works until it doesn't. I was listening to the news lately. It's not a practice I would advise. If you could all just watch the 6 o'clock news like we did when we were kids, our parents watched the 6 o'clock news, and that was it. And after that, the news was over. Watch something innocuous. Watch Jeopardy or read a book. By the way, if you have to, do you know that you could still see Lawrence Welk reruns on PBS? <laughs> Better you watch them. Stay away from cable news in any form. They're under pressure to have or create news for a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week news cycle. It's meant not to inform as much as it creates an atmosphere of divisiveness. Try the local news and hear that a local farmer's hen laid an egg that had three yolks <laughs> or something to that effect. Let's go back to that. So I was watching the local news. There was a story about a Christmas tree in Wisconsin. I believe that it was to traditionally go up in the capital city of Madison. I know we have some members in our church from the Dairy State, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, the tree was going to go up and the ceremony was called the Lighting of the Holiday Tree. It is what the new governor called it. You know, that works until it doesn't. Well, the ex-governor of Wisconsin took offense. He said, it's not a holiday tree. It's a Christmas tree that people who celebrate Christmas put up in their homes. Just like the menorah celebrates Hanukkah for the Jews, it's not a holiday candle. It's a menorah candle. 
And then I started to realize why our culture and our society is turning away from faith. Christ is being pushed out of our lives. Christ is being legislated out of our lives. If you're having some trouble reconciling your faith, if you're on the fence about the Bible, not sure, not believing in God and Jesus and their promises, if you're at that point, our society of political correctness vis-a-vis Christianity will reinforce your doubt. They will drive Christ out of your life. And you may feel there is no validity in Christ, and that works until it doesn't. Recently, I was shown a graphic of the growth of world religions over the last few decades. For many years, Christianity was at the top, the top of world religions, midway down the list, many ways down the list, was Islam. But slowly over the years, Christianity was losing more than they were gaining, and creeping up on the scale over the decades was Islam until the graphic hit the present time and Islam overtook Christianity. People I was with were asked their opinion of the graphic and understandably, the focus was on the Islamic faith, not on the loss of Christianity, but on the gain of Islam. There was no comment about the decline of Christianity. I did say, tell those looking at the graph, do not be afraid of a religion that is growing, especially when that religion is a religion of peace. I spent some time in Muslim countries. My son-in-law is Muslim. They are peaceful. They are loving. Their love for their families and their outward way that they show it could put some Christians to shame. Nevertheless, Let's focus on what I think is the bigger question. Why the fall of Christianity? Why did it not even phase us? Have we become victims of a society that raises itself over God? That raises and champions the reality of their life as the be-all and end-all? That there's nothing after? That works until it doesn't. My brothers and sisters, this is the last Sunday of the church year. Next Sunday, we begin a new church year with the beginning of Advent, a season when we await the coming of the promised Savior, Jesus Christ. We will celebrate that season with hope and anticipation that one day, Jesus will come again and say those words to us, those wonderful words. This day, you will be with me in paradise. This day you will be with me in paradise because God loves you and promises it to you and holds you. He's been waiting for you. He will say to you, I've been waiting for you for so long. I've been expecting you for so long. I've been looking for you for so long. And the promise has been revealed to us. It echoes to us from the cross, the promise of ages, the promise that we need to hear. This day, you will be with me in paradise. Paradise, heaven, eternal bliss. My brothers and sisters, you have heard it here. The day is coming 
when we will realize the promise of Jesus, the King of Kings, his almighty proclamation, <clears throat> the promise of a heavenly eternity. Let us keep our Christian faith present and at the forefront. It is the least we can do for a God that loves us. And there is no doubt, there is no doubt that God loves us. He has given us the promise of Jesus on the cross, and that works until forever, because God loves you, and so do I.